很像。Yo, yo, welcome everybody to another episode of Reading the Wrestling. It is I, the extremely most high. Chris, eating on a motherfucking baked brownie, if you get my drift. And I with my tag team partner, CT, a.k.a. Jimmy Bang, who's ripping What's one good, off everybody? the bong rip right as we fucking hit the intro. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was the door. That was me closing the door. Uh, I thought you were taking on taking a bond rip because yes, I am taking a bond rip before the intro. Uh, but yeah, uh, but yes, everybody, this is the Underground Professional Wrestling Podcast. Uh, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever you are in this life. Uh, enjoy this podcast. Kiris, uh, how you been doing this weekend? This week? Uh, this week was pretty good, man. Um, you know. Um, I got a plant. I'm growing, so that's like flowering, flowering stage. Uh, I ended up making some butter, and so I ended up like making some brownies, as I said, with that. And I then, saw. Uh, I saw. Yo, y'all need to follow Joint Roll Ayatollah. Small Reed Wrestling Podcast. I mean, you you'll see Chris post from time to time his his whole plant, his butter process. Like it's it's lit. Clip Foley, yo, check it out. <laughs> I got I got so. <laughs> I got aliases, nigga. I need to yeah, get passports. So I'm like Marty Bird, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Marty Bird. <laughs> nah, oh, man. Yeah. That's my shit, though. Uh, y'all, shout out to Ozark. Nigga, I'm in season three, bro. I told I told wifey, I said, I don't want to do shit, but get this house in order this weekend and finish Ozark, nigga. Like, that is goals, Did nigga. Did you finish it? I'm on season three, bro. Season oh, three, okay. episode Yo, it's four or five, I think I'm in. So, yeah, man, but life, life is good, man, this week. I'm getting shit in order, man. Uh, got the outside studio in the um, audio studio. You know what I mean? Um, I'm going to hopefully, while we're, as we're, um, I hate Florida, man. Like, I love Florida, but I hate Florida. We were progressing. Niggas brought the NBA down here. Niggas brought... The MLS down here, we were in phase two, and I'm like, all right, me and my homie about to link back up and do the podcast, nigga, and then we regressed, nigga, so I'm trying to get this that I got an audio studio that I'm, I'm probably going to see if the green screen fits in there. I know a light does, um, and then, you know, unfortunately, if we are still in this situation, just to make the best of it and have a studio where I can, where we can get back. A little bit of what we lost, you know what I mean. Yeah. So just get, just getting that back, man. Um, I don't know, man. Just rolling into this next quarter of the year, you know, fin- finishing this off. Uh, I got. I, I'm on a tangent right now, man. But hey, life, man. life, life is. Yeah, I mean, everybody's out here doing. Life is good. Can. Life is and good I, right now, man. I can't. Life is I can't. crazy. Life, life is, is, life is <laughs> bugging me. You know, like everybody's going through something right now, and what I like is that everybody's kind of keeping it moving, especially like in the wrestling community. I see a lot of people working and using this the best time. Using this time to do other creative ventures. Yo, you know, shout definitely. out to Tiger Driver, bro. Like I, I've, I've been following Tiger Driver Nine X. Um, I've been following them just off the past couple of months. Like they've been, 
speaking, we, we about to get into our t- trending topic of the week, which is Black Wrestling Twitter. Um, and, and they've been on Black Wrestling Twitter for a minute, um, just as far as the, like what you're saying, creating content and just producing shit during this pandemic. Uh, a lot of people are battling through their anxiety, their depression, their loneliness by keeping this community and this camaraderie through this wrestling community. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to shout them out because they are doing some dope-ass shit uh, yeah. uh, on the Twitter machine because it's very far in, in between positivity on goddamn Twitter, my nigga. Like, if, yeah. you, if, you don't, if you don't create your own echo chamber, nigga, it'll get you. Honestly, I feel like creating chambers is not even a good thing. Like a whole blocking, canceling culture. I feel like you always have a conversation. Even I think that negative conversation, believe it or not, sometimes is better than no conversation because I think negative conversation perpetuates. All right, the debate on what's wrong and right. Whether you know whether it's like you know the speaking out movement, we have it because of the conversation. It may not be so, you know right all the time you know the 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 wrestling as a whole but we have discussions um and then we get to a better place you know like this week there's a discussion about you know representation in in black wrestling right now and and i feel like yeah some and, and for all you fans out there whether you're black white some people are willing to have the conversation some people want to ignore it just the fact that it's happening understand that it's a positive thing you know, uh, I think that what we've started in our podcast, not started, but, you know, we're a part of, with, with, you know, a lot of other podcasts and a lot of other platforms is just speaking about representation. You know, speaking of that truth to power and saying, hey, you know what, we belong in this space uh, that, you know, traditionally was almost reserved for, you know, uh, just white men. You know, and if you go back to wrestling days, you know, and, and what, what was successful, you know, and how they built their, you know, the, and there was almost like a spot for us, you know. But I feel like through people speaking about how, let's say, AEW has been using their talent, uh, speaking about how, hey, giving props to WWE for getting on the, the, the ball with that and, you know, actually being on the right side of history right now, promoting their, 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 their people of color, whether it be black, Latino, whether it be Japanese, I think these conversations are necessary so we can understand that, hey, man, the world's changing, and this is what we want to see. We want to see more representation. I, I see we, you know, go ahead. I, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry, but um, what prohibits us from having these conversations fluently is nuance. You see what I'm saying? Like, so I know you're going to speak about the AJ Gray, so I won't cut you off completely, but it's, when you say, like, is it's good to have these conversations. It is. It's exhausting. It's frustrating. It's yeah. tiresome. It's 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 unproductive to an extent, depending on who you're talking to. You know what I mean? And that goes back to displacing energy, right? If you realize that somebody ain't really wanting to have a, a intellectual, like a lot. Okay. Look at yes. Look at Will Kane, right? Will Kane is very articulate and intellectual when he wants to oppose something, and he's very good at pretending to listen as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and and even if he's not pretending to listen, he actually does listen. He has a great way of in, uh, 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 accepting information, 
processing it and having an intellectual and articulate rebuttal. You know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, that don't happen with everybody. Yeah. And I ain't even and, with, and I ain't even with white people. That's what yeah, you should. This was say, between us too. Yeah, between us too. But I think that there's definitely conversations happening, that, and people are forced to call into question what they stand for, almost. You know, and where they fall in line. You know, and some people don't want to have that conversation with themselves. You know, what you just said right there, it gives me more respect for Will Kane. Because at least he's trying to have the conversation, even if it comes from a base of lack of knowledge and complete ignorance. Sometimes he's still going to say, "Hey, this is how I feel, and this is where I'm coming from." You know, we are having our right now Black Fridays with Brandon. Uh, check that out on YouTube. Check that out on you know Twitter. Uh, we are promoting that, and that's a dialogue right there. That's a dialogue of two people with different opinions, three people with different opinions, uh, uh, and uh, completely different ways of approaching the, the, the scenarios we're facing, and. Uh, and I believe that that needs to happen more, you know. I think well, with with, with that being said, so we we're talking about black wrestling Twitter right now, and the topic of conversation is AJ Gray presented something. Uh, you read the article, so I'm gonna let you go ahead and and yeah, and talk yeah, about so. it. But he presented something as far as diversity in wrestling, and not so much the lack thereof per se, but the demand for more. From- let me go ahead. Yeah, let me go ahead and actually give a couple of his quotes. Uh, he said, um, I think he was discussing wrestling uh, with uh, Wrestling Inc. Daily Podcast. And he was saying, with WWE, I don't get to watch as I've got to work every day. AW, they preached when they started their company how different everything would be, how diverse it would be and all this stuff. I even talked about it on Twitter. If you look at them, one singles wrestlers, that's a black male. There's one singles wrestler that's a black male. That's, I think, Scorpio Sky. Uh, now with their women's division, they're actually doing something decent. And they, they, have a quite, they have a quite a few different backgrounds in the division. They have quite a few women with different ethnic backgrounds. But when you look at the males, it's like it's none. It's Scorpio Sky and the African-Americans they did, use, they did use. They get about two minutes and 50 seconds on dark. They beat up. They get beat up really fast, and that's it. Is that all you think of the talent? Come on now, give them a legitimate chance. Uh, so I feel like he's speaking to something that we spoke about many times on this podcast: is, is that AW has made promises of diversity and, and being, you know, the new thing on the block that's that's going to accept everybody in wrestling that was feeling outside of, you know, that WWE was not giving their an audience to. You know, they were kind of like, you know, shunning a certain portion of the wrestling atmosphere. And say, hey, this is what we're going to give you. Whether it be black, whether it be people who wanted a little bit more comedy in the, in the wrestling, but the people who wanted a little bit more kind of vibe of like a, a CM Punk fan, you know. I feel like those type of fans were kind of saying, WWE was like, hey, fuck it, you're going to watch anyways. AEW made promises to give serve those fans. And where they may have served some other fans, I feel like some other fans are left out. Being That being black people, where we as far knew, as representation I knew, goes. I knew who AEW was. When the thing happened with ACH, and they signed everybody, nigga. They signed everybody, nigga. They just signed Brian the fuck Cage. You see what I'm saying? Why you say like that? Brian Cage ain't bad, man. Brian Cage ain't ACH either, nigga. I can tell you that. But what I'm saying is when ACH left, and ACH had had an opportunity to go... 
and 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 AEW could have said, "Hey, what happened over there won't happen over here. We'll give you the platform. We got TV time. We'll let you give your own T-shirt designs. You can have all the input you want creatively. Come here and express yourself." They didn't do that. Why? Yeah. Because yeah. wrestling is a good old boys club. That because a it was just draw a line of where you stand on things like that, you know. So a by signing a seat would have definitely not only been a, a, a symbolic gesture, but a real gesture of like, hey, this man did. You know, I think he definitely should have been offered a contract. This get he was put in a position where he was there was like a no win situation. Imagine being a black man in a position where they make a shirt about you at your place of work and it's your dream job. You know, shit. I shed tears about that situation because I'm like, man, that's fucked up what he had to go through. Um, but it's. It's it's not. I think that the way that ACH subsequently handled it maybe made it uh, escalate further. But Fuck it's that. Not, it's only a, a, Everybody only get a re- to go on Jericho podcast and give their um give their grievances when they leave. Don't nobody say shit when Revival get a fucking podcast or John Moxley get a fucking podcast. For or sure. We, or we got to get fucking a like that's bullshit. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. I think, like we said. We know where niggas stand. Just like we know where Jericho stood, nigga. When Jericho tweeted the All Lives Matter shit, we know then. You feel me? Uh-huh. When, yeah. when 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 Cody wanna bring up But I'm married to a black woman. Nigga, we know then. You feel me? Like we we, uh-huh. we know. You know what I mean? So AJ but but I have to give credit what credit's due with both these companies, right? We look at WWE and, and they got eleven African. We got eleven people of color, eleven champions out of people of color, right? You know, we got Oscar, we got um, Eo, New Day, um, Keith Lee. We got you know what I mean. Our uh, yeah. uh, truth. We 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 got uh, Apollo. Uh, 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 we can run down like Bailey, Sasha, right? They're like we got a lot, and then we go over to AEW. They just had. Uh, 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 they just had a legit, you can say, you could call it flamboyant if you want or whatever. That's a legit representation of the LGBTQ community on national TV that just wrestled. Yeah. Co- you know what I mean? So, yeah, definitely. I think, I think I, I, I have a, a take with Sonny Kiss. Sonny Kiss is, is a great talent, man. Uh, he, he got over and defeat on that show. Um, and it, it's something that you said should be noted. You know, it's like it's a representation of the LGBT community, and he's and he has, and to, he's black. has to be black. He's black. You know, so there's there's that. You know, and he's in he's in a championship match with 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 uh, Cody Rhodes. So when you go when it, when, with AEW, the conversation of them having like not a singles competitor in the male division, uh, I think it's going to change. I think it just has to. I think over time it has to change, and but it doesn't mean that hey. You just don't fuck with AEW altogether just because they don't have as many black people in representation as we want. Like they should sign up ACH. I can be like, yo, they should have signed ACH. But where it comes with uh, with the you know representation they do have, um, I believe that they need there just needs to be work to be done. Like WWE has that right now as far as get the credit is going, and WWE has a ways to go too. But exactly, it's definitely exactly. Uh, improvement, and that's what we we honestly. That's what we talked about on our podcast two years ago. We said we wanted more representation, and we've—I think we've gotten it in the past two years. And we're gonna—I think we're gonna see more. So I think, with all being said, we've got to give credit where credit is due. And and I think that's where it comes where having nuanced conversation comes in, right? Mm-hmm. 
Excuse me. Do we want to give credit to niggas doing the right thing because they're doing the right thing? Right? Because the whole purpose of AJ Gray's situation is not equality, equity. You know what I mean? Like that that like we need the same uh, look at college football coaches. How many repetitive black football college coaches do you know that had a bad season, got fired, and got hired again? Don't. How many white coaches do we know? Right? You go back, go to the NFL. You know, it's it. Like, so when you take that mentality, you go over to wrestling, how many black superstars are able to honestly just be themselves without themselves being a gimmick? Right? New Day turned themselves in from... New Day had to turn a gimmick into themselves and themselves into a gimmick for that to get over. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's, that, that's, that's crazy. That's, it's really a fucking it's a mind fuck. You know, it really is. They had you know, to change really a gimmick yeah. to themselves and made themselves into a gimmick to where niggas can't even look at their accomplishments with any type of legitimacy because they gyrate. Cause they dance, yeah. cause they got unicorns. Yeah. Well, nigga, they had to make the best of what the fuck they got. Yeah. But at the it's same time, with the with the you know gospel, you know, like, shit, yeah. man, hey, gotta go with it. Make some, make chicken shit, making you know chicken salad out of chicken shit. You know, yeah, but they, I think and I think and they that, did that, they did the damn thing. Though. But that goes back it. to it, like white people don't get chicken shit to make chicken salad. Them I niggas, white people get chicken shit. If nah, the I don't. I don't <laughs> I, I think that WWE has had people just been giving shit all the time, like just writing wise. I, I mean, I mean, if we keep it in a buck specifically, right? Ron Simmons came in as Ron the fuck Simmons, the first ever African American champion at the other competitor. Now you don't have to acknowledge the other competitor, but you can acknowledge that Ron Simmons was a former Heisman can uh, I mean a former a former uh, football player, uh, a fucking specimen of a man. No, you strap him to Sonny and give him a gladiator gimmick. You see what I'm saying? Now, I don't give a fuck what you do with Brooklyn Brawler, nigga. Brooklyn Brawler ain't Ron Simmons. You see what I'm yeah. saying? You, you, you see no, what I'm no, saying? Yeah. Like, but we're talking about the early nineties, right? But now. Uh, but no what I'm but right? what I'm just I'm still okay. Yeah. So you no, want to no, right, let's fi- let's let's right. so let's fast forward, right? So let's go back into what we're talking about. Uh, our truth, right? Before our truth, our truth was seen serious when he had a a a, a, a feud with John Cena. But then he got little Jimmy. Hey, you see what I'm yeah, saying? Now, now, yeah. now, now, now come on, man. in the crowd, smoking like just out there. You know, he was a bet. Like, I wonder what that Archie would have been if you actually got that. If Ron Killens, if Ron Killens was able to come. You see what I'm saying? Killens, yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? So, uh-huh. or, or let's go, let's, let's go to present day, right? We talk about you want to change Yuha's name to Apollo. Why? You going? You going? You going? You going to celebrate his his Nigerian heritage when when he, when you give him this Titan Tron and this green white green? Yeah. You going? You going? You yeah. going to mention it over commentary when when uh-huh. when when you say it? So why he can't uh-huh. keep his name? Or 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 you going to make Bobby look like a fucking fool for two years when he came in from Bellator as a badass? You don't do that to white niggas when they come in. You don't do that to Cain Velasquez. You don't do that to Brock Lesnar. That's facts. Honestly, you should be dropping them bombs right now. 
I fuck, I fuck with that. No, you're right. You're right. You know, and when you when we look at it from that perspective, there has always been a bias when it comes to legitimate stars that are black wrestling. You know, I think that we can see it, but they can't always see it. You know, we can see what they got on Beyond. But you know, this is my, this, I think that's, that's, the, see that's the problem, though. I think that's the problem. Why? How? How can't you see when everything influ nigga down to the dollars that you fucking make when they say black people spend a trillion dollars a year, nigga? How the fuck can't you value black people enough to make them look like a champion in a fictitious fucking fight? How 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 fucking repetitive does it have to be for Hollywood to make fucking slavery movies? Every fucking year, nigga. And we don't like we don't celebrate hundreds of thousands of people during fucking February. We can't make a fucking move. Like what the fuck, nigga? Yeah. It took a million years to get Black Panther, you know, like for real. You know, but but it, it, it it's just the almost like it's like the evolution of being black in America, you know. And it just part it's just like we're in our own time period of our evolution. It doesn't mean we're not growing right now. It just means that hey, there's still work to be done. You know, and 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 with the with the with that being said, you know, you got. I see a lot of hope. You know, I see I see a lot of hope right now when it comes to black wrestling right now, and, and I, I just can't help but be look look on the bright side of things when it comes to that because I haven't seen this much black representation in wrestling. MVP right now has been has reinvigorated the United States division on Raw with Apollo. With with uh, Bobby Lashley and you got Cedric and Cedric and uh, Ricochet having their turmoil and they're he's providing a, an, a platform to do, to build stories amongst just black men. When have we ever seen this in wrestling yeah. before? Yeah, you know? and and it, it's not coming off as coonery. It's not coming yeah. off as you know what I mean. Like they are, it's care and 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 that's I think that is a point, right? Why can't Cedric Alexander as a person have normal person activity on a television show? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why do you have to shoehorn in some type of yeah. character narrative? You know what I mean? Like, now yeah. I understand Ricochet isn't Trevor Mann. You feel me? Like, I understand that. But still, like, Ricochet, like, and I think that's a, I think that's. Well, the character narrative comes because you need to tell a story on wrestling. It's good versus evil. You know, teammates have their feuds, and, you know, people, that's what draws you in as a, as a at, least, at least for me, when I watch wrestling, I look at it as, well, you know, it, storytelling. It goes, so I love to see what I'm seeing right now with that. Well, it goes back done. to what we, we talked about previously. We was like, where is there a black Seth Rollins? Yeah, yeah. You like, know, where, 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 where is there and some... Just, like, burn it down and he just, you know, be the, in, the, in the front, you know, seat. Like, you know, driver's seat. And I, and I fuck with Seth Rollins as much as I did, but I think that there's certain talent that... He's not the greatest on the mic, you know? Like, you know, there's certain talent that has just... He's not the greatest. He's not the greatest in ring right now under the umbrella. Huh? I think if you... That's what I'm saying. If you take the reins off of a few people, like... You know, like we're talking about, you know, representation where Mustafa's there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, Mansoor is there, you know what I mean? Um, it, um, you know, it's like, again, representing of the LGBT community with Sonya Deville and um, Tegan Knox just came, you know, just made yeah. it aware and, and, and came out. And now she's in a primetime position with a Japanese star on Io Shirai, right? So, yeah. it, again, it's a nuanced conversation where, granted, like you say, there is progress. There are steps. There are steps being made, and AJ wants to see more, and that's fine for us to want more. Yeah. But we also have to too acknowledge what we do see. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also 
No, we ain't gonna give you credit for doing the right thing. We ain't, nigga. <laughs> you you signed Io Shirai from Japan, bitch. She Japan. She Japanese, motherfucker. Like you, you see what I'm saying? Like you, yeah. you, you. When you and and don't get me with the I don't see color type shit. You hired a black man. You hire somebody that struggled. You hire somebody that came from a, a different background than somebody else. Be yeah. able to tell that fucking story. Be able to be exactly. transparent with that. Be able to be like like it's 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 it's, it's that that's frustrating. That that that's frustrating. That it takes, and not as a company, there's not much vulnerability. You got to portray an image. So they, they, I think, where we're going is where that people can be more vulnerable and being honest about their stories. And I hope that we get there one day. We're like, man, I, I, you can just tune in. And you see people of all different people of races, color in the main event scene, whether it be women's division, whether it be men's division, whatever tag team division, and you're like, yo, this is what we dreamed of. And I think that we're in the progress of getting there, and it takes some steps, you know. Uh, so, and, and you look at Keith Lee, man, he's double champion in NXT right now, killing it. So, I, I, as a Justin fan, I completely understand the frustration, and I get, I have it too. You know, we have these conversations every week, bro. Uh, but, um. I, I come. From, I'm, I'm more on the side of. I see a lot more hope, and I see that. I think that from watching wrestling the past two years that we've been so in tune with it because of the podcast, I've seen it's a, a drastic improvement. And I and I and I and I, and I can agree with you on that. I can attest on that. And I think that's why I say these conversations are necessary, um, and these conversations are beneficial. But you also have to be able to be. Uh, uh, um, not blind from your own, you know, ideology per se, you know what I mean? Or a false narrative that's not there. And I think gotta, that's you what... Gotta open, you, gotta, you gotta open your mind well, a I think, just be open-minded, you know, not take everything and like, hey, you don't gotta agree with somebody else who... Because everybody has their place, you know? I'm not, you know, some people are like, no, fuck it. You know, we, we haven't gotten anywhere. Some people, And I completely understand where that's coming from. You know, so I, 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 I don't want to dismiss anybody who feels like the fight is is still like, you know, to go out there on Twitter. Like you said there's been negative and positive on this to still hammer the issue because I think it's, that's only we get to a better tomorrow. You feel me? Yeah, I, I think yeah. I think I think uh, I think that is true. Um, speaking of a better tomorrow, um, you know, I've been trying to avoid ratings conversation uh you know just just due to it's it's obsolete it it doesn't it doesn't matter the conversation is daunting especially for those who don't know what they're like like which who who i went to school for multimedia right i went to school to learn television right i went to school to learn it's Boring and confusing and doesn't matter, right? That that's that's just ratings doesn't matter. Like it it what matters is that you're on a t- television channel that doesn't have content for the day that you're on TV, and what matters is, is that you can get advertisement dollars to okay. fill in time slots. For said uh, 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 television that wasn't filled for that said television channel. So and when you say that, like I believe that you're on the side of the 
the Tony Khan, Chris Jericho crew, who's like, oh, we won the fucking 59, I mean, whatever, 18 to 49 demographic. I feel like you look at it as a business, they're getting their TV contract money, done, end of discussion. You know, and I feel you on that. I hear you. But what's fun about being a wrestling fan is that you get to debate these things. You get to look at the numbers, and you get to be like, oh, okay, more people tuned into this show. And you, I mean, you don't got to have that rage conversation every fucking week, bro. But when it comes to the ratings discussion, as a wrestling fan, I look at it as this. Did you book your show to garner more viewers? You know, and, and I'm really curious to see that. You know, as far as wrestling fans who are saying, you know what, they know people who know of AEW and WWE. Some people, believe it or not, people there are people who don't watch WWE and people that don't watch AEW. And there are people that actually only watch AEW. I actually have a friend who only watches AEW, and there are people who only watch WWE. But to see the the ratings battle between NXT and AEW has been really interesting for me because I see it as a competition. And I see it as, all right, booking two shows on the same night, you're cross-promoted on the same hour and time slot. Who's going to actually put on the better show? And that's where ratings, that's, that's, where, that's, where, that's where I feel like that's what it means to me. It's not something that I look at as like, oh, it doesn't mean that AEW didn't win. That means that AEW is going to go down. I don't look at it as a big hyper, you know, super reason as to it shouldn't be a big deal, you know, but it's fun to be like, oh, you know what? AEW won this week. They must have booked in a manner in which they watered more viewers. Ah. And they, and putting John Moxley on obviously worked for them. You know, I, I didn't, now, did I like the match? It was decent. It wasn't the greatest thing ever, but it worked for them because it, it won. You know, and it, people tune in to see the, see the show. So, so, so for the fan base who knows AEW and WWE, it's interesting for me to see where they align every single Wednesday as far as what they're watching. And that's where I, I come in. Like, I feel like I like the fact that these, these shows exist on the same day because this is, hasn't happened in wrestling for a very long time. And it gives, I think we've seen a lot come out of both shows as far as um, if the other one wasn't there, I don't think it would be as... That's good, maybe. You know, I feel like there's been some cross-voting. No, 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 no. Let me pause you on that, bro. Before there was ever AEW, right? What used to be our favorite thing throughout the whole week? Even with pre-tapes. Even with spoilers. Even with everything. We used to fucking congratulate NXT on a regular, nigga. So I don't want... I don't want to... I don't want to dismiss what you're saying. But I do want to cut off the hyperbolic conversation that happens when we talk about the Twitter, Facebook, fans, and shit like that. Let, let's, let's, let's keep it a buck. NXT has been the best thing for wrestling for, what, three, four years, right? With the only competition being New Japan, right? So... You take the elements of New Japan and you bring them to AEW, and that's where that competition streams from. Now you're gonna now you talk about counter counter um, pro- programming. Let's look at this right, and I do look at a business situation. Let's look at rice feeds and stuff like that. Fox and CBS. It's the same thing with Fox and Universal, right? Fox and CBS run football Sunday night. I mean Sunday one o'clock games, four fifteen games. You think they give a fuck about who rated better? 
I know. I know. I know. Not not for right. But I'm saying. But this is what this go again. This goes back to where you talk about Tony Khan, Chris Jericho, um, Triple H, Vince McMahon, and shit like that. At the end of the day, as long as we watch, we can watch shitty wrestling. We can watch great wrestling. We just need to watch. Now, if we don't watch, then that's the problem. Now, when we talk about the conversation of you look at ratings if who booked their show better and stuff like that. AEW won a ratings war. They didn't book their show better. I watched the show last week, right? They didn't book nope. their show better, right? We talked about how we talked no, about we talked. Okay, so I, I, no, I meant going into the week. I know, but but got but, people to tune in. But, yeah, what, you know but what I mean? what but I'm, not, when you watch them, I know what you're saying. But, I, mean, but, I love the Tegan Knox Eos Ryan match. That was great. Um, but. You know, people tuned into AEW. What can you say? Now, I, I don't. I don't have shit to say. I don't give a fuck about what people watch. I, I'm what, not. No, no, no. But no, but this this is my this is my take on the ratings, right? This is my take on the ratings, right? We bring it right, to the podcast yeah. like this is my take on the ratings. I don't give a shit about ratings, <laughs> nigga. We not even cracking one point five together on wrestling shows on a Wednesday. Yeah. They're splitting 1.5. It's not that much. It's, it's really insignificant in the grand scheme of things. But then why is I just this is what this is what I find weird is that Tony Khan and Chris Jericho have to talk about it. You know? You know why? Because the show that they're running sucks dick, nigga. I mean, we just talked about Brian the Fuck Cage, Russell John Moxley. And Taz threw in the towel, did he not? Yeah, he did. Bullshit. How you the toughest man, baddest man? Get the fuck out of my face, nigga. I must punch my fucking computer, nigga. You make a big presentation of them being the baddest man in the, in the, on the planet. You give him the fucking FTW belt, and he gets the towel thrown into John fucking Moxley? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna. Nigga, I said I wasn't gonna be animated this Nigga, I said I wasn't gonna be animated, but this shit pissing yeah, me off, nigga. That's how you're saving John Moxley? Alright, I see. I think I think they have their own plan. I don't know where it's What's going the right plan? Now. Cause Moxley title run Moxley title run is just as shitty as Jericho's title run, nigga. So that's why Khan and Jericho both gotta talk about ratings because the only thing that matters is the tag team division and you wanna put it at nine the fuck o'clock. Why like why? Why? Because, like, what what format are you following? Talk about the heavyweight <laughs> title has to be on last. When you're gonna give me that? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, keep putting it on nine o'clock. Uh, maybe they want to win the first hour. I don't know. And maybe that's a spot that, that they need to hit to to garner the, the advertising dollars. I don't know. Things have changed. You know, it's it's the main event after a three hour show. I mean, after a two hour show. I don't know what it is anymore. I'm not sure if it's a nine. You've seen wrestling over the past couple of years. You can't tell sometimes whether it's the nine o'clock hour or if it's ten o'clock hour that, or even eleven o'clock sometimes, that is the main event. So at, at that point, um, you're right though with, with the with the way they're booking it. It's not hitting on AEW the way that I thought that it would have by now, and I feel like they are being very complacent with the way they're booking things. You know, um, that's just my opinion. You know, I, I mean. As far as it goes with John Moxley, I'm, I'm really curious to see where they go from here. I think he had, the, I think they had something with Brody Lee, um, but for real, they, they definitely needed to switch gears. 
But hey, this is why I like just there being a counter program though. It's not I think you can talk about how they're splitting for ratings. I don't care whether they make a million ratings or if they make, you know, ten thousand. I just like the fact that they have somebody there to keep in mind, like, oh, okay, let's see if we can put but, on a show. But for what? See, again, that's my that's my nuanced conversation to fans like you, right? Why? Yeah. When NXT didn't need competition, it was already the best thing going. You think they were competing with fucking New Japan? No, they just put out the best product because they had the best shit, nigga. It's like dope, <laughs> nigga. I got the best dope out here, nigga. You feel me? I don't give a fuck who run the corner. My dope is the best. W nigga NXT dope. I snort the shit out that nigga. They got Keith Lee, EO. You bringing Sasha Bailey back, nigga. Finn's there, nigga. You got a new women's division that's growing. You got Damian Priest, Donovan Dijakovic, new stars that you're making. Like again, we gonna run this back? We gonna run my it's, argument that it's a matter of is Jericho gonna make me run my argument back, nigga? Okay, you know here's the thing. When it comes to AEW, I don't look at it as being anywhere close to where NXT's at, because it takes time for that company to get some equity over So time. how are they competition? Listen, listen, listen. I'm looking at it as competition as far as there's a program that's that they know of that you have to be better than. And I think more wrestling is better than no no wrestling. Yes. They were all... See, I, it that, Even if you're coming into the game and you know you're going to win... Doesn't mean that I'd rather you not have an opponent. Tony, put it that way. Nigga, it, listen, I'm going to keep it a buck. LeBron facing the fucking Hawks? Give him a bye, nigga. I don't give a fuck about him playing four games against Trey Young. That shit don't matter. Get that nigga a bye. All right, all right. Competition, nigga. If it's weak ass competition, the competition don't fucking matter, nigga. <laughs> That's why I love when we talk about AEW, because we get, we, get, we get great moments like that where you relate the AEW to the fucking... Atlanta Hawks, Hawks, nigga. Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, but yo, more wrestling is good wrestling on my end. Like, I'm a real wrestling fan. I want now. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I want wrestling. I like. I mean, I watch wrestling everywhere, you know. But I'm curious to see. I, I just want to see good matches. Like, bro, I'm watching. I'm watching, t- I'm watching Impact. I'm watching Impact before I'm watching that, bro. I'm watching Impact before I'm watching. Like I am checking to see FTR and the Lucha Bros, and okay. I looked at you know Jungle Express against the Elite. You know what I mean? Like I'm waiting for Kenny to do something. Like bro, I I don't want them okay. to fail. I don't just get, like like I, I don't want them to fail, but I don't give a fuck about all this extra shit because for one, you you just an, again you, you like you say you just another wrestling promotion, nigga. So run your shit. You you ain't no competition. You ain't you jelly ain't shit, nigga. You feel me? Like you just that's it. You got a nigga to give you some bread. To put up a wrestling show, so just put up a fucking wrestling show. All these antics, nigga. You brought Vicky Guerrero back for what? <laughs> yeah, honestly, um, there's a lot going on with AEW that I don't like. I'm not, you know, I come here and I talk about it every week, but um, no, you I, come I, here every week and I, talk about shit you do like. You don't come here and talk about the shit you don't like because you let that shit slide, nigga. Like everybody else, that's an AEW like apologist. Last half full. 
you know, when it comes to them. They're a young federation, you got to understand. And I want to give them some time. Now, honestly, I do believe they've made a lot of missteps lately, but there was a time period that they did have better shows than NXT for, like, about three weeks. You know, so I, I'm not... Oh, three! Listen, I'm not saying it should be... I'm not three whole weeks, nigga! I'm not saying it, I'm not saying nigga, it. Nigga, my dog got held up at the fucking, got the fucking port. Nigga, I'm sorry. I didn't have shit to cook up, and you had to go to somebody else for some other drugs for three weeks, nigga? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm watching, I'm watching both shows. I'm watching both shows, but from a production standpoint, I think they, 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 they definitely are working on... I think they took NFT has taken some with the coronavirus from them. So I think that they're doing what they got to do, um, and I'm giving them more time. You know, I think that it's not easy, what, what we're trying to say and do, you know, to build these new characters over time, have people care about them and want to see the matches. I do think that there have been matches that I have watched, and I'm like, yo, if that was booked, if that was booked and people cared about these characters, it would have been a classic, but these two guys are just not there yet in terms of the main value or in terms of notoriety. And it just happened a couple times with... with um, AEW and on their, some of their shows, so and that's where that's where I come from. Um, and when it comes to representation, they're doing they're doing a good job. I, I did not, do, you know, what you just said they're not doing a good job with their main event scene. But I'm glad that they have Sunny Kiss. You know, I'm, I'm glad that they gave him a, a, a platform where Cody Rose and with, I, like you said, he has he has an impact. That I feel like you know, I think that he was all came over in defeat. I think he got over in defeat, and he, I mean, damn there, Cody played a heel role. In that, and I think guarding him sympathy, getting him that, get, 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 get him that um, look, was a good thing, you know. So I'm certainly curious to see where they go with him. I think Dustin Rose will be a great pairing for him because I think that uh, Gold, I think he tapped into something with Goldust that he can maybe rub off on Sunny Kiss. It can honestly, you know, help his career out and make him uh, a star in his own right. So shout out to that. When um, you talk like about you said, parents, I'm sorry, I'm not the. When you talk about parents, that makes sense. Yeah. If if like when you talk like when you when we talk about bringing real life elements into wrestling and character development and shit like that, and you see Sunny Kiss, if they would have produced something on television where Dustin comes and puts his arm around Sunny and said, "Let me holler at you, kid," or "Let me," that works. That mm-hmm. works rather than Arn being with Cody. Tully being with Sean, Vicky being with Nyla, Taz being with Brian K. Nigga, they just got managers to have them, nigga. Yo, I don't know what they're doing with the managers right now. I, Nyla did not need when I said it last week. Uh, the, the manager are, are completely outshining the actual talent a lot of the times. Um, so they're not facilitating. But that goes, shit, that goes back to you put, why, what, what are you using your money for? What are you using yeah. the resource? Like, I don't care what Vicky needed the check for, nigga. Just cut her a check. Cut her a check and then put her with somebody else. That nigga, fuck that. Cut her a check and tell her, listen, if you're anything you need, we got you on the outside. I got to spend this money on bringing people that Twitter tell me I need to sign so I can stop having niggas at me, nigga. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we, them niggas at Cody every day with a new nigga. He like, oh, Taz. You know what I mean? Oh, oh big girl. <laughs> I got Tony Schiavone, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, nigga, get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, I mean, but uh, I think Vicky, I'm, I'm glad to see Vicky. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I think she'll need, I mean, she'll check. Fuck she Vicky. She told niggas to build a wall and she's Mexican, nigga. Fuck Vicky. She told Trump to build a wall and she's Mexican, nigga. Oh, she did? Yeah, nigga. <laughs> 
So that's why okay. I said I know who fucking AEW is, nigga. Because I just found out Taz ain't even black, nigga. It hurt. <laughs> hurt my soul, nigga. It hurt my soul. You thought fucking... he was black this entire time? <laughs> 30 years, nigga. I thought that nigga was stone cold black, nigga. I thought that nigga was a black nigga from Staten no. Island, bro. Man, Taz is not black, yo. He's never been black. <laughs> Man, no, yeah, but no, um, yeah, AW got some work to do. Um, I would they definitely, even with the victory this week and the ratings, doesn't really mean nothing if you're not gonna actually put on some some really. I mean, it's work if it's working for them, then like, they think they're they're good. They got their contract now. Don't take the foot off the gas. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, I just want AEW to put, take. I, want, I don't want them to be comfortable. Let's be. Right now, let's be. I see them as a company that's still growing. That. Still kind of directionless, and I and I think like what they're doing with Kenny, they're turning him. Let, let's let's be honest. Let's let's be honest, right? Let's 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 be honest, right? We can legitimately go match for match, car for car with AEW, and that's here nor there. You feel me? But regardless of the fact is, even if they're winning a ratings war, the product isn't better, and I stand on that. No, I, and, and you know what I mean, like, and and I, I and I don't necessarily want to argue that all the time, but I will, and it, it gets it. That's exhausting in itself because niggas want to argue me about John, Mo- not you. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. <laughs> niggas want to argue me about how important John Moxley is, and I'm like. Did you not just see Keith Lee become the first ever to do something? Like, when was the last time we're doing that? You know, first yeah. first ever. You know what I mean? Or are we not yeah. seeing Sasha and EO put on a classic? You know what I mean? Like, or yeah. or are we not seeing Swerve and Johnny? Are we not seeing Mia and Candice? Or are we not watching the Fatal Four Way with the women and Tegan? Like, 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 where has AEW? I get it. That tag match. With eight people, with, with, with all eight men, and they just had a huh? six man, and they had the tag team match. That's 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 just, just, just popping. They got Canadian destroyers like suplexes out here, <laughs> my nigga. You feel me? Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's fine. It's like super kicks right now. But yeah. those are three matches. I named you seven from NXT. You, you see what I'm saying? So even at the time where I'm clicking back and forth and I'm involving myself in the ratings war to see what is going on, nigga, and I see you give me a 10-minute promo of Taz bringing out the FTW championship, and then the next week I tune in to watch this motherfucker wrestle. Hey, Fuck you, nigga. I ain't turning back ever. Nigga, you gonna have yeah, to, yeah. I'm going to have to catch everything on Bleacher Report, nigga. <laughs> everything, nigga. You ain't never getting me back over there, nigga. <laughs> nah, I feel you, man. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on at AEW, I, and, and, we, and honestly, WWE, uh, in the contrast between them two, is the women's division. Yeah. Uh, AEW definitely needs some work on that. Uh, I, I think they're building their characters with Ariel Monroe and Britt Baker. Uh, I think they keep doing their thing, you know, with their, with their antics. I, I, I fuck with that. Um, I want it to continue to progress, though, to, you know, in ring. And I know that Britt Baker has her injury. She can't. But at least put Ariel Monroe in the ring with uh, her Karashita, put her in there with um, Nala Beast Rose, you know. And, and, and honestly, I, I want to see more from Ariel Monroe in the ring. So I hope we get to see that soon. Um, but with WWE right now, their women's division is popping, bro. Honestly, I, I, I'm not. I think that they these women have stepped up 
with I mean, without Charlotte there, without Becky there, finally they're not taking so much of the air in the room. And I oh, like hold on, that. hold on, no, 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 no. Let's run that back, nigga. <laughs> Who ain't taking the air out the room, nigga? I think that Charlotte and Becky and God Lucy take some kind of air out the room. Uh, yeah, you know, and these women are stepping up, you know? So I fuck with, uh, you know, with, I've got to give Sasha and Bailey once again their flowers. They're doing some fantastic work every single week. I think they took a while for them to find it, find it, but now they got it, you know? So I'm really tuning, I'm tuning into the horror show for those matches, and I'm really interested to see where, how they turn out. Like, honestly, Sasha and Asuka, I, wanted, I don't know where it could go. I don't know where that's going. Barely, I think we know where that's going. I think this is just a showcase for Nikki Cross to uh, get a look. I think Nick, I think character development with Nikki Cross is, if you pay attention, Nikki's kind of sort of cracking with the losing. Um, I don't know if she's going to turn or who's going to, like, She, you know, she attacked Bailey in the back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if we're going to get a Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss type thing, which... If they made her crazy again, I would fucking love it. If they made her just like, you know, complete batshit crazy again, and she's just, you know, she don't like losing, she wants to win the title, and she just snaps, I would love that shit. So I think that they're clicking with these. Uh, the Moment of Bliss segment was great. Um, uh, I got a shout out Naomi. Uh, man, you know, I, I think Naomi is a bona fide future Hall of Famer already. I think if she stopped today, I, I that's me, that's my personal opinion. Okay. But okay. I feel like she okay. has a lot. To, uh, to to offer going forward, and I like the fact that they're heating her up with uh, Lacey Evans. Like they're, they're hitting both of them up at the same time. A lot of people were mad because Naomi lost the match and she's used as a jobber. I didn't look at it that way. I think she tied her hair in the ropes. She got hit with the woman's right. She cheated kind of to win the match. No, and she I, cheated. The ref no, was no, horrible. No, no, she, she, no, she, she cheated. Did ask. She cheated to win the match. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I mean, I mean, the ref had to. You know, she still won the match. So I guess the ref is an idiot. Nigga, that, that's what I'm saying. I need to be a ref, nigga. One, two, three. Get out. Get back, Grace. Get back. Three, four. Nigga, like, come on, yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah, you know. So um, I think that they're heating both of these girls up. And I can't wait to see what they do going on because uh, I think they can link up with a lot of people on this roster. I hope there's more fluidity t- between the roster because I want to see um, Naomi with some of the girls on Raw. Naomi and Oscar, Naomi and ba- um, Bianca, Naomi and Shayna. You know, there's a lot of potential right now. And I feel like there's a future of the women's division is going to be really popping, bro, um, on Raw. Like the last week we were talking about uh, how Bianca – who do we want to see like join the ranks of like right, Bailey right now, Sasha right now, EO, Oscar holding it down? Who do you want to see throwing in the mix? We, we said Bianca, and I think you said Nia Jax, but we completely forgot about Shayna Baszler. I forgot she was on the roster, and I'm glad that she returned. You know, so Shayna and Bianca returned on Raw. Uh, I'm glad to see that they're getting a look, and we'll see where they're going with it. We'll be right, obviously, is tagging with uh, Shayna right now. I like that pairing. So I think that with the women's division right now, it's going to be kind of taking. Uh, kicked into high gear, per se, and I, and I like where they're going with it. Um, but yeah, with Naomi, I, I see a lot of potential going forward with the potential feuds with her and Oscar, her and Shayna, her and Bianca, uh, and I think her legacy is going to be keep on growing. You don't think she's a Hall of Famer yet? Um, no, I'm a, I'm a, and with all this, Yo, she's a trailblazer. Listen, like, okay, Naomi's I, a trailblazer, bro. With all due respect, to the Naomi deserves better hashtag, cause I do believe she deserves better. I do believe she does. She deserves better storylines. She deserves better opportunity to to present her uh, her her athleticism to be able to tell a story. 
I cannot tell you one feud Naomi was in that qualifies her to be a Hall of Famer. I think her work does. I think her her what she represents does. I think that she had a lot of she she's been. You know, I'm gonna keep okay. Like, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Naomi ain't Coco Beware. You know what I mean? Better than Coco Beware. No, 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 no. Don't you dare disrespect Coco Beware. Now, and I brought <laughs> and 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 I and I brought that up to say this. Coco Beware. We can't necessarily tell or ex- exude a feud of his that we remember. But his his tag team with the rocker, the 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 Birdman, you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. he was yeah. he, he was all those and, things we can remember. Team Bad, we can remember the Glow Bell. And no 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 no. Like, no. The, oh, okay, yeah. but that again, that is team ba- team bad and the, the glow and like, the like, the Funkadactyls yeah, and the nigga. and the glow belt that wasn't even authorized by WWE that she got in but trouble been, for. But she got in trouble, but then it became authorized because she pushed it. She was a trailblazer. And, That's what I'm trying to say. She deserves her roses, man. I'm not saying in the way of like this movement of Naomi does deserve better. I think like she will get better because I think they're heating her up right now. You know, I think her work ethic is just. You know, I, I, I I I hear all that, but when you talk about a bona fide, sure Hall of Famer, if she stopped right now, I don't think so. I do believe that Naomi it might not be as valid. By no, not even that. that. Okay, so let's keep it a buck about this Hall of Fame thing. Like the shit don't it ain't. It ain't about merit. It ain't about stats. It ain't a, like it ain't no fucking Hall of Fame. So right now I'm arguing about something that's illogical, and I hate it. Right? All right. I, all right let's move on. So, no, 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 no. But no, let's let, 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 But but we're talking about it because le- legit. Like, has she had a career that is solidified? And you're talking about she's a trailblazer. And and. And I'm not going to say in what sense, but I'm going to say what athlete hasn't came before Naomi that, that like, what, like. How long has she been around? She's been around for a, a long time now. Probably about a decade. And, you know, about a decade, you know. And she's won the Women's Championship twice. You know, uh, I think she's had some, so I think, I think she's just, I, I think she still has her peak, her, her peak. I think it's still to come. Like, don't get me wrong. If she sticks around, like, I, of course, I think she's sticking around, but because she's killing it still, she's still, you know, athletic as ever. I think what I think, make, what separates her, like, what separates her and a Mickey James, is Mickey James had what three, four, maybe even five years as. Like, not the person, but surrounded by the person, whether it was with Beth Phoenix, whether it was with Trish Stratus, whether it was her kind of leading her own against Maurice. You know what I mean? Like, we talk about Alicia Fox, like, you know what I mean? Uh, 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 being a, a spearheading that Naomi is in the middle between Alicia Fox and Mickey James, where Alicia Fox is in the same lane as Naomi when you talk about pioneering and being a trailblazer and, you know, letting black women be the black women and unapologetically black women and taking that aesthetic and doing something with it and then winning a championship, which Alicia has. She won a diva thing and Naomi actually won a WWE Women's Championship, right? Like teetering to Mickey James, who is a five-time 
women's champion. You know what I mean? So Naomi, if she stops, she's not there. Yeah, I, I, think, I, the I, way, if, I think the way you look at it is from the perspective of what they want to show you as far as wrestling. As if you look at it from our perspective as black people and be our and, and impact, because wrestling, what it is, is all made up. Even the title reigns, you know. So if you look at it as for image, you go out there, you perform, you do your job every single week, you 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 provide entertainment, you go out there and you have won championships, you've had had angles and you've put people over, you 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 know you've groomed some people, you 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 deserve to be in the Hall of Fame if you're doing that, you know. And, wait, and wait, just ten I, years that, of doing that, 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 that. No, that doesn't. You prevent your own art no, form, that like, that, that doesn't quite that, that. Then then who? Doesn't be in the Hall of Fame, man. You don't. Nobody, right. If you come in here and put the time in, then you deserve it. Okay, so when we're so I mean, if we're really, like, okay, so, really so no, okay, so if we're having that, bro, if we have it, if we're having that premise, bro, then okay, yeah, then Naomi because she put her time in and she here, she. But like, let's let's like let's like let's be legit here, man. Like we're talking about Hall of Fame, like. I even battle like I don't think Charlotte's the most supreme, naturally gifted athlete in the women's division. Like niggas don't give Naomi that right, and we haven't had a feud between Naomi and Charlotte to even prove that. You see what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah. with that being said, if Naomi had, uh, let's say, if Naomi had a feud with Charlotte, right? Even if she lost, or even if she was able to display it, I haven't had Naomi. Give me anything in a in a sense of what Sasha Bailey, Becky, and Charlotte has as far as even a reckon the wrestling acclimate. You know what I mean? Like I don't know Naomi's psychology or okay. if she can go thirty minutes or if she can put on a classic, right? You know what I mean? Like when we talk about the last five years of women wrestling according to this Divas Revolution, or if we talk about let's go back to the ten years of Naomi, like. Naomi has the spot, right? Her and Bray Wyatt share that pay-per-view together as getting over the hump and winning the championship. But then, right after that, her, she she blew her knee out in the match. So it took away. And then Orlando, she came back and won the title. But we don't remember. We remember that, but we don't. The, the, like, the keep, like we, were, we remember it, but we don't. Just like we remember Ricochet winning the United States Championship, but we don't. You know what I mean? And Ricochet ain't a Hall of Famer because he can do a 630 and he created, he won championships and he entertained us and he represented, like... I think, I think it's a combination of representing an image and providing good character and, and providing something to you, to the fans that's going to be remembered. And I think that Ricochet, he's done that, but it's not to the level of Naomi who's done it over a period of time. So it's doing that, but over a period of a long period of time, I think validates you as a Hall of Famer. So that's where I say that Naomi definitely has been trailblazer. She's something that will be remembered forever as a character in WWE because you know these are all characters. Wait, will she be remembered forever in WWE, or will she be remembered by us? Because I think Jazz, Jazz was a, Jazz period. was a trailblazer. Jacqueline was a trailblazer, but they only remember by us. They, like they, they nigga, when we talk about when, when WWE do women tributes, this May Young is 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 is, is, is uh, 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 who else got put to a table? Oh, that. How, I don't think Naomi will be remembered in that way. I think she should be remembered. I think she's crossover. You know, to to I think she had that crossover. I do. I think that she completely does, and I think that 
it's it's more than people think as far as her being a channel. I, 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 different because she's done it for so so long time. Not that jazz to take anything from jazz or Jacqueline, but as far as black women becoming a icon, an image that you can you know, you know. It's it's it's. I think she's trailblazing that in that fashion where the glow thing has really taken it to the next level. You know, I swear, I believe. You know, what I, I'm asking you, what has the, and I don't want to get bogged down here, right? Because yeah, right, no, but I'm just like when we see it, Naomi is what a Naomi is what Naomi is allowed to be, which I don't see as trailblazing. If that makes any sense. I mean, if it's if it's if it's coming from her own creative and it, she's it, like the glow bell for St. Friends and the whole concept of the glow and you know and her you know wearing her own hair out there and and you know right you know she's great for you know the fans to the fans are making all these uh, art you know work with her and you know her and Bumblebee and all that stuff. I think that that's trailblazing in its own facet and it doesn't come from WWE saying hey go out there no 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 I I get you but that's also okay so. I'm putting this in perspective. Finn does the same thing, right? Like Finn can come out and demon. We see the demon art, and and we got kids where like that's trailblazing, correct? That's that that is in its form of trailblazing. Has Finn done enough in that in that sense in the same lane as because Naomi has just been in this form of Naomi for the same amount of time as Finn Balor. We're not putting in this funk the dacto shit. Uh, you somebody call my mom. <laughs> nigga, we not finna do that, nigga. Nah, because if we counting that, that damn sure ain't no fucking Hall of Fame shit, nigga. Yeah. Keep it in a buck. Nigga, keep it in a thou wow, nigga. Nah, nigga. I don't give a fuck, nigga. Those funk the dacto, that funk the dacto shit ain't move shit, bro. That shit ain't move shit. And Divas wasn't even wrestling, nigga. So she wasn't even be able to... To, to get over and her character didn't grow. If you go back and look at her and Cameron breaking up, um, that shit was trash. Were they pushing each other and in each other's face? Like, Naomi had to grow, right? So let's talk about this glow period, right? So the last five years of her being trans, translucent and herself being as, as eloquent and as beautiful and as, as vibrant and as uh, uh, original as she is, Finn has done that in the same amount of time okay. with the demon. And I'm I'm not trying to compare a man to a woman, but what I'm saying is when you talk about the shit that you're bringing up, you know, the, the fan art and, 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 and bringing their own originality to it, Finn ain't no Hall of Famer either. Not I think any- that he is, I mean, and listen to me, I just judge the Hall of Fame differently. I think Finn will be. No, we're not talking about will be. We talking about right now, nigga. You said if Naomi stopped right now, she's a Hall of Famer. She ain't. And if Finn stopped right now, he ain't, nigga. Dude, if there are people in the Hall of Fame who had, what, five-year careers and just created, uh, you know, you know, honestly, we'll we'll talk about this another time. But I got to do, I got to, I got to look at this Hall of Fame list because it's, there's a ton of people there that, just got in off of what they provided as a character, man, and and, and that's not bad. And what they provided as a worker, you know, I, you know, the, the, Naomi. The, 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 let's go back to that. Naomi ain't worked, nigga. She ain't worked. She ain't a worker. She ain't. I didn't say she ain't a worker. She ain't worked. We ain't seen Naomi work. 
right, so you think she hasn't hit her peak yet? That's she ain't. Mean. No, she ain't. That's what I'm saying. If she stopped right now, so let's book Black Naomi, right? Uh, Naomi gotta have some feuds, man. Naomi yeah. gotta have some character development. Naomi gotta go through some things. Naomi gotta overcome some things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Naomi gotta tell some stories before we generally want better for her. Cause what is better? Yeah. Like what? What is what? What is better for Naomi? And yeah. what's better is her building a Hall of Fame career. Cause it ain't one right now. Okay. All right, all right, and that's fair if that's how you look at it, you know. And and if you're booking black, how does she get there though? You know, because I, I I mean, I've already said I, I'm just going with this Lacey Evans thing. I hope she, you know, that thing, I hope it's not long lived. But I want to see her like the, with with the Bianca's. I want to see her with with you know this you know Oscar and have a feud. And like obviously when Charlotte comes back, that's what the, the, the match I want to see. That's the feud. Have an angle. That's the feud. I know we talked about Sasha. We talked about Bianca. We talked about Shayna. Shayna, yeah. If Charlotte is who she says she is, Rick made niggas. Rick made Vader. Rick made Sting. Rick made fucking Steamboat. Rick made people. If Charlotte is to be in the same breath as her father, she got to make somebody. And yeah. she got to make somebody that is as good as her. Because Steamboat was damn sure as good as fucking Rick. Sting mm-hmm. was damn sure as good as fucking Rick. Vader was damn sure as good as Rick. But Rick still made them niggas. So if Charlotte is as good as she ha- say she is, that has to be the feud. Charlotte has to come back when she's ready. She got to come back with this supreme, you know, natural athlete shit. And Naomi got to fucking scratch records. And I think that got to be the feud. And if mm-hmm. they are able to tell a story, if they are able to come across each other as authentic... On the mic, and ain't no girl, I'm a statue bald and shit like, nah, 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 nah. If Naomi can tell a story with Charlotte, that is going to put her on the pedestal. And then once that happens, she'll be able to springboard wherever she needs to be. But I think the only thing that's going to make Naomi, and the only thing that's going to matter to me, is when Charlotte gets back. So anything in between, she can be with Shayna. I would love that. She can be with Asuka. I would love that. But she's on SmackDown right now. So I think, yeah, you know, um, yeah. until she's already lost to Bailey. So I think Bailey's not going to lose the title unless it's to Sasha. And once she loses it to Sasha, Sasha and Bailey's going to be in a feud for a long time for that championship. <laughs> so it's going to have to be until... They take her off, so you don't that's what I'm saying. It's going to have to be... It's going to have to be a tag swap. Which I yeah. think will happen because when Jim when Jimmy gets right, I think the Usos need to go on Raw, and I think the Usos and the Street Profits will be great, and I think Naomi and that Raw roster will be fantastic. But I think the real money is Naomi and Charlotte. That's my book in black. I love it. I love it, man. We said it before. It's Naomi and Charlotte, we're looking in for it. So WWE listening, keep keep listening and which they are listening, again. nigga. They clearly again. listening. They got a whole. I'm gonna, take, I'm gonna take it to the grave. They got a whole swamp. They got a whole swamp match, nigga. They like, <laughs> yeah. they, nigga. Yo, they got a swamp match. Yo, they got Keithley as double champion right now. Who booked that a year ago? <laughs> like my guy. That's me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, looking black, they only. I feel like I'm looking forward to it because I, I'm a real huge fans, and uh, I think Charlotte is the way to go. I agree. I agree with that one. Um, now I know we talked about else, I know we talked ahead. about we talked about Raw a little bit when you were talking about the women division. Um and you know we talked about 
uh, Naomi coming. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Bianca coming back, Shayna coming back. Um, we talked about the mid card of how we liked what MVP's doing uh, with that. One thing I do uh, like or I want to see more of is I like Andrade and Angel. I don't know where they're going with it. I would like to see them as a tag team for the time being because, for one, for one, Andrade and Angel, they they coexist as a budding cousins, right? Right? They're, 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 they're the budding cousins that are going to get it done for the for La Familia. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, But they're going to fight along the way. I, lo- uh, I love that relationship. And as tag team partners, I like that dynamic outside of, you know, where you may have a Sheamus or Cesaro or uh, 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 Jason Jordan and the Seth Rollins or some shit like that. Like, yeah, yeah. I legit like the connection points of them being Hispanic. What bothers me, though, is that I do see a lot of people want either or to flip or either or to be single. I think Angel, because he has a lot more grasp on the English language and a lot more heart throbbiness about himself, I think he's <laughs> going to catapult, I mean, bro. I, I, I feel you. Bro. I like I, Angel. Like, I like Angel, bro. I like Angel, too. We said it when we first saw him at NXT here around the corner. Uh, he, he's a star. He's, he's a Angel a star. star, bro. Yeah, so... Um, I feel, you know, when going forward with Angel and Andrade, I didn't consider the fact that it could be a, a, a tag team for completely fight the entire time around the way about who's the better, like, who's better or not, not who's better as a competition, but like just, just you know, just not meshing completely but portray that, but still winning tag titles. Um, I do like them as a tag team. I think they work well in the ring together. I do think that Andrade right now... Um, like what's all like you said, it holds him back is is the language barrier, you know. I think what Santos Escobar is in NXT is incredible because he can speak on the mic and get across a certain thing, and he, and telling a story on the mic is vital to uh, taking it to the next level. And I think Andrade, as well, he has Lucina Vega, and she's been great for him. I think she got him to this far. I think that to get to the next level, he's gonna have to be able to uh, portray his character on the mic a little bit more, and maybe he'll be in the main event scene one day. I, I don't. Uh, well, Angel I'm, has I'm, a little I'm, bit more of that, I, and I definitely Santos Escobar has. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to dismiss that though, because I do think Zelina can offer a lot to Andrade that we have. Okay, we talk about AEW managers, and we talk about the lack of valets or managers in WWE. You know what I mean? Zelina does her job, and oh, she sure. does it well. Now, with that being said, I think Andrade can ride this wave as long as WWE is able to allow it. I think Andrade never has to speak English. If, I think that he doesn't have to speak English, but he's going to have to some some somewhat type of way be able to tell you know stories. I think he'll be able to. Do, I think he'll Angel. be. I think, I think this is the beginning of it with him and Angel. If they fight over her management. Like going at and maybe I celebrate. That's pretty. That's some way that you can have a story. But he doesn't have to necessarily speak fluent English, right? And I think I think that goes back to you know wrestling and their emotes. You know what I mean? Like facial expressions, demeanor, um, inflection, tone. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. goes back to character development. You know what I mean? Like you you aren't necessary. You you're you're an, you're an actor. You're you're an actor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're, and I think. It's going to take, because let's be honest, if it ain't a lot of black wrestlers, I mean, if it ain't a lot of black writers, 
to give the black wrestlers. We damn sure know it ain't a lot of fucking Hispanic writers to give Andrade some shit. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, yeah. with that being said, I think you have to have Zelina be able to overlook the script, kind of overlook to see what they want from Andrade, related to Andrade, and Andrade would then have to take it upon himself to make it his own to where he's able to be able to tell those stories. Because I think he can tell stories. Like, look at EO last week, you know what I mean? And, and, and her promo package, you know? Yeah, incredible. She don't have no manager. She ain't got no mouthpiece. And she had no English. But God damn it, that was a great-ass piece of fucking production. And she <laughs> and told a story. Across exactly. Very, very exactly. <laughs> so, so if Andrade can either get that or without Zelina or get that with Z- Zelina, I think he can stay in him to where it can be uncomfortable cuz yeah. I do hate when I do hate when people struggle because we tell them they have to do it. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't I like that. I think he should be more natural with it. You know, when he when he talk, I think he should talk more Spanish and it should be there should be subtitles if they do and they should they should produce them more honestly. I think that they're doing what Santos Escobar and MST is perfect. They're producing him and giving him a whole vibe and his organization and like, you know, with, with the uh Raul Mendoza and um, sorry, I'm, the guy's name is slipping me, but DJZ. Yeah, Joaquin 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 like Phoenix or some shit like Joaquin that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know they they gave them an image, a vibe, like it's like they're at a you know like I said they look like they Megan, it's the it's the, Wednesday, it's the Wednesday it's the Wednesday night Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they stepped, they stepped, yeah, they stepped out of like a scene of Narcos or something, and they they look like an organization that could bring some intrigue to the cruiserweight division. Um, Santos Escobar has cadence, he has tone, he has inflection on the mic. I think he's a he has a bona fide if factor. And if they protect him, and by saying like you know they can obviously use um, Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza to protect him and make him get this vibe of this guy who's just untouchable. It would do number. It would do great. So when somebody does actually touch him, it's gonna mean something. When somebody finally actually does overcome him as cruiserweight champion, it's gonna mean something. You know. Again, it, that's, I, I, that's why I, that's why I call him the Wednesday Night Jesus because that's exactly how the Monday Night Messiah was supposed to be. You know okay. what happened to AOP? You know where's Austin Theory? You know Seth Rollins ain't Jesus with just fucking Buddy Murphy, my nigga. <laughs> nigga, Jesus had no. twelve disciples, not well, one, wait. nigga. You feel me? Like, <laughs> wait till, wait till horror show. We'll see what happens. You know, whether it's gonna be Alistair, is it gonna be uh, Ray Mysterio's son? Like, you know. So I don't know. Like, I hope they do something with Seth. But yeah, he is similar to Seth Rollins, and with those stables, the guy who's a headman should not be touched. Like, he should be like untouchable. So then, when you actually get him in the ring. And he's getting that work from whoever who he's tormented the entire time. People are going crazy, you know. The fans are, you know, all too, all engaged and tuned into the match. So I think if they do that, just keep, just protect him, have him be protected for a very long time, have him also be able to handle his own in the ring when it's time for, you know, when he does have his moments, and they keep, he can go far. So I'm really curious to see where they go with him. Um, but, but with United States Championship moving from Andrade to Apollo, I like what they did. Hope that Andrade can get something moving now uh, with uh, with Angel, uh, uh, and we'll see where things go with him. But he's definitely definitely been now in a different spot than he was before. He has to grow, has to evolve. Um, what um shit? Let's go. Let's, let's roll right into uh, what was most recent 
Um, SmackDown. Um, well, quick, quick, quick. Let's. Uh, my transition from Raw to SmackDown would be this, right? The Good Brothers, right? They dropped the pod, talking uh, shop, cracking beers. You feel me? Cashing checks, fucking hot Asian wives and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> they dropped the pod and they gave insight as to why AJ left Raw to SmackDown, who is a no pun intended. Phenomenal Intercontinental Champion. Um, you know, gave a little insight as to why they're in Impact, why they're in New Japan. Um, you know, for one, let's let's shout out to Papa Paul, right? <laughs> Papa Paul offered shout them niggas. Paul Heyman, Paul no, Heyman. no, not not Paul, not not Paulie. Papa Paul Levesque. Oh, shout shout out to Papa Paul Levesque. For originally getting those boys on the re-up. Originally getting those because they wanted to leave last. They wanted to leave before the the contract before last. Okay. You know what I mean? So shout out to Papa Paul securing those boys for, 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 for life. You know what I mean? Like getting them some. some... Obviously, he did not because they're gone. No, no, no. I, I mean, listen, I think. I think if you're there five years, you made five million dollars as a wrestler. I think that's no, no. He sucked down solid, but it wasn't for life. That's all I'm saying. No, no, no. I think I think the con- not the contract for life, but life changing money. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Life, 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 life changing money. Because let's be honest, you 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 about to leave WWE, you about to hit the road, you about to make your own, you know, you know, your own schedule and shit like that. But you ain't pulling in that guarantee. You ain't pulling in. That because yeah. what we know about WWE for show, they'll leave your ass at home and they'll keep paying your ass. You feel me? So it ain't like they gonna not use you and they gonna dry your well up too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So with that being said, you know, so shout out to Papa Paul Levesque, you know, um, you know, getting those boys to stay the second time around. Actually wanted things to kind of work out with them, but you know, he can't be all places at all times, you know. Triple H <laughs> ain't running everything, which we wish he was, but he ain't. You feel me? So he got them niggas to sign, but he couldn't get them niggas uh, creatively in- involved, you know. But fast forward into Paul E, right? Paul E's taking over for uh, Raw, and he's writing, and I, you know, he's pushing, you know, who we talked about, Andrade, he's pushing Shayna, he's pushing Bianca, he's pushing the Street Profits, he's pushing Aleister Black, he likes Rico, he's pushing Cedric, right? He's pushing, but the good boys, the good brothers, they're not really getting no love, you feel me? And I think the, the story was told by them is that Paul Heyman didn't stick up for them. Didn't 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 go to bat for them as stated that he would allowed them to leave, which then left AJ by himself. Which you know, if AJ, you know, niggas say I could do bad all by myself. Well, I don't really want to do bad all by myself. You know what I mean? Like I would like to do good. I like to do bad with some niggas, you know, or do good with my niggas. You feel me? Like you. So it was the thing of being doing bad by himself, and AJ wasn't with it. And then I guess Paul Heyman fed the dirt sheets about you know AJ being bullied and all that shit. You know, so just 
it's 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 soiling Paul Heyman's name, but it's not nothing that we haven't already known of Paul Heyman. But let's keep it a buck. Since Luke Gallows and Anderson came in, when they feuded with the Usos, and AJ feuded with Roman Reigns, and we thought shit was gonna go, they ain't did shit since, nigga. <laughs> I, bruh, dumb yeah. niggas ain't bit, bruh. When they came and attacked Jimmy and Uso and all oh, those are from Japan, the club from Japan, the club from Japan, nigga. When they did that shit, nigga, and 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 they the bump and the fin and all that, nigga. They then did testicle jokes. It's not that. Not to they that did, te- yeah. but that's what I'm saying. So at that at this point in time, they ain't shit. They they ain't shit. You feel me? Like they ain't <laughs> shit. At that time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Corona happens, it's like, okay, we gotta get like on something. <laughs> and Paul Heyman, the thing about Paul Heyman is he's always been this nigga, like to just lie to your face. Like, I'm, I mean, last week, I mean, it was off the pop, but we were talking about New Jack. And I was like, how Paul Heyman let this guy come back after throwing a guy and trying to kill him, throwing him off a scaffold, brings him back just to, you know, fuck up some more people. It was insane, you know, and and, and you're like, yo, it's Paul Heyman, man. He's trying. He, he wanted somebody to kill kill somebody out there, you know. That's and it's like to think of the cognitive dissonance he may have when you're from putting on a show and the ethics that go behind it. I guess Paul Heyman is looked at as not the most ethical person. Nope. And he's never been. Nope. You know. So nope. so so uh, we can't even be surprised, nigga. We it's can't not even be that Paul lied to your face, <laughs> nigga. You can't. Matter of fact, them niggas have should have been waiting for the moment for the nigga to lie to like yeah. everything Paul should have said should have came with some level of skepticism. You know what I mean? But let's keep it a buck, man. I'm gonna keep it a buck. AJ going to SmackDown now has solidified both shows with great mid card divisions. And that's one thing that used to make wrestling fun, right? Yeah. We talk about the heyday, right? We talk about Rock Austin and, 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 and all that. Nigga, no. Huh? Mid cars was fucking Jericho and Benoit. Angle and fucking Jericho. Uh, uh, Eddie Guerrero and fucking D- and, and, and Perry Saturn, nigga, for the, for the European Championship. Like, the mid card titles and the mid card uh, uh, talent was fucking up. Absurd. And right now, yes. you talk about um, Raw, and that whole thing is just black. I love the United States Championship, you know, uh, uh, Championship yep. feud. I wish the Americans in the United States would love black people as black people love the American, t- uh, the U.S. <laughs> title. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. So, but you go over to SmackDown, AJ. You know, they, they had the tournament for um, the Intercontinental Championship. You know, you get Drew Gulak. You get fucking Shinsuke. You get Dan Bryner. You get AJ Styles. Now you got AJ as champion. And him and Riddle goes and put out a great match. And now... Yeah, I tuned in for that. That shit was dope. Now, now yeah. what, what's next for AJ, right? And you look forward to this this reign, you know? And, and I'm going to be honest. Maybe Paul had a vision. Maybe Paul knew that AJ could be good on his own. He wanted somebody there. He didn't need anybody yeah. there. And I, I, I you know, know it's AJ Styles. He honestly, I think honestly, Luke Gallows and Anderson with AJ Styles is great. 
if they put him in the main event. If he's in the mid card, he's they're almost just a crutch at that point. Let AJ go exactly and, and, and be what he's doing. You know, be AJ Styles. You know, on his own. You know, if he's if he's in the main event scene, obviously he's a smaller guy. Want to have these two these two big dudes back him up? That's awesome. But if he's in a mid card, you don't you don't really need Luke and Gallows there. And there's hard decisions to be made. And this goes to speak to the last the last question I want to ask you. I didn't even tell you about it, but um, the question is is can you book objectively? Like you know. And before I get into that, I'll give a shout out to Shot SmackDown because it was produced really well this week. I really fuck with the old school producing of it. It was uh, a lot of, you know, promos to the camera. Like, it's just like old school 80s, 90s wrestling. I loved it. It was cool. And it gave me an old school vibe. I'm fucking with Braun Strowman's promo, too. I just wanted to give that a real quick shout out. Uh, it's finally he gave me a little bit of range. Uh, but when it comes to booking and producing, and Chris, can you do that? Can you say objectively, I have a whole group of talent. Who do I choose as my main guy? Who do I choose as my mid-card to, to be the leader? Who do I choose and then tell the stories that need to be told? And then also then be honest to the people and, hey, this is my plan, and this is what I'm, try I'm trying to do. And, and you asking me, can, you asking me, to, can I do it? Yeah, you. Objectively, like, without having biases, without, without, without so, obviously you're going to make mistakes. No, let, let's, keep it, let's keep it, let's keep it, let's keep it a book, bro. Everybody has done this, Right. Now, when you're talking about me, of course I can. Of, of, of course. Listen, and this is not just like, this is not this is not, not hyperbolic. This isn't like me being, you know, like legitimately as a writer, as a, as a creative, a creative, uh, a creative uh, con, uh, content creator, as they say, um, th there, there is no... Uh, there is no ceiling to this, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, when you're talking about wrestling, will I view people differently because of their skill set or what they're like? Like, okay. Can you judge your own product objectively? Like, okay, I watched my own product. I tried this. It didn't work, but let's pivot and do this. I know I promised this person that they're going to get the push, but I can't. No, no, I, but that's the problem. I would never do a set. I would never. I, I don't. I don't. I would. I don't. I'm not. I'm a people person, but I would never make promises that I can't keep. Shout out to Cisco. You know what I mean? Like I would never. Like I would never be. I would never be the person to be disingenuous with the situation because clearly we got a production meeting. Clearly, I gotta write this out and I gotta go to talent. I gotta say, hey, this is what I got. This is because my thing is, who the fuck are you to tell me you not taking a pen? Or submission. If I know your character and I'm getting your, I'm giving you TV time. You getting paid, nigga. You're an actor. You act. You do what I feel. You know what I mean? Like for one, let's let's get that out the way. For two, if there's a story to be told that I know needs time to be told, I'm gonna tell it, regardless of ratings or social backlash. I would never do anything by the seat of my pants. Gotcha. I, I would never do anything. I would never pivot off of what I got if I know I got something. Now, the difference is with a lot of people is that I notice as a, as a viewer, ain't no plans. Ain't no, ain't no, and if you're going to book any show, that's fine. 
at least give me some great matches, nigga. You was giving me Corbin versus Rollins, or you about to give me Corbin versus Riddle, or you about to give me Lacey Evans versus Naomi, nigga. If you're going to book it like an indie, book it like an indie. Give me the best possible matches ever because you have an umbrella of talent. You know what I mean? And and I think that is where I feel like that if I had the book or per se, I mean, like, let's, you know, like everybody who has a Facebook forum or who has a Twitter has the book. You know what I mean? Like everybody has, you know what I mean, ideas. But if I were a, a, a film director, that's what wrestling is, I would have to have some, I would have to have some rewrites before in pre-production but once that script is printed that's what we're going with that's the you know it's like it's like a coach and it get like yeah. stick to the game plan you and know you what i mean and that's what i look at it as when you have a team they all people have to buy in for the for the plan to go completely perfect and to get the best results you know so when you have schedule and you say hey, this is the playbook trust the playbook Trust the plan, and regardless of what highs and lows, we're gonna we're gonna ride the wave. We bend, don't break, and we make it to the to, to you know we, we get a victory. And uh, and I think that looking at it from that perspective, we can look at it every, every single week. We come here and talk about production and, and booking and all that stuff. But when, it, when we talk about Paul Heyman or Bruce Richard and the way he you know books uh you know even if he produces SmackDown, and it's not an easy job. You know you gotta look at it from the perspective of you know yes we can do it, but. Being in it and then actually having to make the choices to say, okay, how do I, who do I choose to cut, who do I choose to push, who, how do we get to where we want to go with this character, how do we get to go with this person, and then say, all right, you guys go out there and perform it. Trust that they can go out there and perform what you what you task them with. And then let's say they go out there and they don't perform where you wanted, and it doesn't perform the way you want, and you realize, oh my God, the way that I chose to go down the path, we have to get that goal, but the fans are on a whole different wave. That's how we get Daniel Bryan's movement because they were on not on the wave. I and mean, you'd be late to shit because they're already checked the plan up and they're like, oh, the plan, the fans do not want that shit. I guess we got to figure out a way to get the title on Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30. And it's not the easiest thing in the, in the world because you, because like you said, you got to set a playbook, have everybody commit, go down that path and then say, all right, yes, they're talking, they're chattering, but let them fucking chatter. We have a plan. And then when you start to realize your plan is actually not as good as what the people are saying about it, it's like, okay, do you make, do you pivot or do you not pivot? Because I think that with the company or any type of booking or creative, you have to know when, hey, what you've already wrote, you can do a little bit better and edit it. You know, even though I've, I'm, I'm you know, attempted to write a book and I've wrote scripts before, it's rewrites, you know, that, that comes into play. So, and sometimes the rewrites are, you know, with wrestling, it has to be done months down the line where you've already done a whole lot of actual footage that have gone out to your consumer and you can't just rewrite the shit anymore. You know, you got to figure out how to pivot. So it's, it's, it's harder than it seems, but I think that we could do it. We, we do it for two years on this podcast. And I think that I, I would love to uh, get the opportunity to book one day if that opportunity presented itself. I know? think honestly, it's just for, for, for me is there's a lot of other promotions outside the ones that we cover. So I think it's about me diversifying my palate and where there's a need. Um, I think there's a lot of startup indie companies, a lot of startup indie promotions that would love 
um, our perspective. We'll probably love our coverage. We'll love our insight. And we will love to give what we want to offer. We got a production company. You know what I mean? We can, you know, bring our, we bring our, you know, like, it's, there's, a, there's a, a, a quid pro quo thing to this that can be possibly uh, established uh, when it comes to that. Because I think, you know, going back to the whole before MLW, like, that was, that was what my goal was, right? To yeah. to write, you know what I mean? To write the storyline. And that tournament, I was at the ground stages of the tournament that ended up crowning the first ever MLW, I mean, the new MLW champion for the rebrand. Like, so that type of oh, shit, ex, ex, that shit type of excites me, you know what I mean? So, and and creating story, creating back like 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 Bray Wyatt and, and Braun Strowman, that backstory, you know, I created back when Ty Dillinger was here and Sami Zayn was in the United States Championship feud and uh, ended up writing a whole script about you know a, a booking about that and, and and revitalizing that. Like there are opportunities for us to 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 make that happen, and mm-hmm. I think it will be able for us to do so objectively with a product that we're not accustomed to. So if I were to reach out to GC Dub or, you know, Indiana Pro Wrestling and be like, yo, let let me know who like 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 what like and I think that is how WWE gets into their rut of hiring writers who aren't involved with the product because what they don't want is someone who is too biased, who isn't yeah. objective. You feel you feel what I'm saying? But what I think a lot of the things get wrong is they the recycling of wrestling minds of Vince Russo or Bruce Pritchard or Paul Heyman, Eric Bischoff, right? They got too many losses that we can't that 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 should that should negate any of the wins that they have, you feel they're just me? Like, trusted, you know, they're just trusted. But but the, but, that, but that goes down. but that goes back to the good. The, like, let, 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 and we'll finish the show off with this. We'll roll right into business and logic. That ain't that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. How how are you trusted and you fail? Right. That goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show. Where, where black people do like. Where are the black creators? Where are the black? You telling me there's no black minds ever? From wrestling, the goal, the goal uh, for when they hire is not to get people who have great minds. Their goal is to get somebody they can trust to do what they want. No, no, you know you what I mean? bro, you hire Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff. You fire you, you fire Eric Bischoff in a week, and then you got Paul Heyman lying to your time. So you can't trust those two niggas. Oh no, they they trust them because they've worked with them plenty of times. They they are people who are proven in the wrestling industry who've done what they've done. They know what they're gonna get from a Paul Heyman. They know what they're gonna get from Eric Bischoff. They know. Who okay, so no, but okay, you know, uh, no, 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 no. But that, let, let, let 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 me let let me let's have the. I'm com- not saying this is right. No, man. no, no, but let let's have the conversation, nigga. Paul Heyman's the nigga that wrote for Maria Kanellis and told Mike Kanellis that Becky got her pregnant, nigga. That's who Paul Heyman is, okay? Like, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, the, and that's not old. That was, what, almost a year ago? You know what I mean? Like, you got, you got, nigga, you talk about trusted. Eric Bischoff don't even watch the fucking current product. And they pulled that nigga off the streets because he knew Television? Are you... Listen, 
Uh, that's that's the problem. That's the point. Like you have like not you, but you yeah. you perpetuating the idea of they're trusted. No, they ain't. I'm oh, not saying no, that no, that I, I'm not. That's the perfect the mindset. WWE comes to retiring. Okay, bring somebody new to to run the show. We need somebody to be our head writer, our head head creative. At the end of the day, they're writing towards Vince like it because they know Vince. You know, so so that's what's going on here. But 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 that have to shape it around the edges and you know put their own. Okay, so let's 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 bleed let's bleed this into and let's bleed this to everywhere else creatively writing like we talked about writing right. Um, I think Impact does very well with their writing, right? I think they do very well. MLW had. Give me an example, though, because I'm not sure what's going on with Impact. I mean, you got Chris Bay and Willie Mack about to blast off for the X Division right now, and I think writing Chris Bay in as who we knew he was, Chris Bay was a star. Impact presented him as a star, wrote him in as a star, right? We look at. What actually happened? Like, like you talking about writing, and what actually happened? Did they already introduce him? And yeah, Chris Bay's been on TV. Chris Bay's about to wrestle at Slammiversary with Willie Mack for the X Division Championship. X-Division championship. So he presented him as a star. Was this was, it, was the writing that got there interesting? Like, because because we're talking about writing, then we oh, so yeah, we're talking about writing and producing. So when you write in someone and you produce, they debuted somebody. You know, it doesn't mean that they have great writing. Okay, so okay, you're going off the premise for not seeing it, right? Yeah, okay. I can't tell you. I can't translate good writing. You have like I nigga. You can say I can record. Listen, no nigga. I can. What am I? Book report, nigga. It's a good book. Go read it like that. Like (laughs) I can't fucking sell good writing, nigga. It's okay. It's alright. But but we do it every week though. When we say okay, this is good writing here. This is what they did with Ray Wyatt. This is what they did with, with with Sasha. This is good writing. But when it comes to you can't just throw out Impact has great writing, but not actually give an example of good writing. Like because we we've seen good writing and better writing in every promotion. You know what I mean? But what? Okay, so when we say good writing and bad writing, you brought up in the conversation that we was just having, good writing, right? Let's go back to the let's go back to let's go back to the Braun promo, right? That wasn't that wasn't you wrote in a group group chat. That was great. That that wasn't. Okay, that, I would be I'll be an example. Oh, but, but, but 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 I like Braun actually performing well, and, and then Ozzy going up there and destroying you know Morrison. I actually was interested in like saying, all right, I'm I'm down to see what they do with this horror not, not, match. Not, after that, I did what it's supposed to do. Now what? Now now it's two parts to writing. They wrote a show. They wrote Braun to look as care as his character. They wrote that. Right, and then they also, as a subset, wrote a a, a a a promo for him. Right, the writing of that promo may not have been great, but the the delivery of it or the person delivering it was right. Or they wrote the match sequence of a show. Right, like we talked about AEW, how they sequenced their show. They wrote it incorrectly because they put the tag match. And then right after, they gave me, you know, Hager and Cody or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, they wrote that wrong, right? You Like, there's there's levels into the writing. So when I say Impact has great writing, like, they've been, they've been fucking 
as controversial as fuck, right? They wrote well for Tessa. You know what I mean? They ended up writing well for Moose. You know what I mean? Like they, they, uh, um, 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 uh, 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 like I said with MLW, they were writing well as a television show. They were writing well. Um, th- there, there are, there are instances where. I don't know who's, and my whole point was, I don't know who's working at MLW, right? I mean, I'm sorry, it's writing-wise. I, I know it's Court, but I don't know who else, right? I don't, Court is an old mind, but I don't know who else is there, right? With Impact, I don't, I know it's not Vince Russo no more. I know it's not Bruce Pritchard no more. I know it's not Eric Bischoff no more. So clearly there are new writers, right? With NWA, there's new writers. They're new minds because NWA... They're about to cancel that shit. But NWA looked good. It was wrote yeah, well. It was yeah. produced well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like so when we go to... But WWE, production and writing, you know, is it, different. You know, booking is... Obviously, these, these words can get, like, intertwined when you talk about wrestling. But, so, when, so when you talk about can I write a show, can I book a show objectively, I can write with the characters. Now, as yeah. far as when we talk about Bruce... And, and Eric and Paul um, and how they impact and what their significance is to a show or, or, or to the business, my my talk, my business and logic is let's get rid of our ideology. Nigga, it's been 30, 40 years. They have proved themselves to do what? 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 Eric Bischoff has proved himself. They've proved themselves to tell stories in wrestling over a sustained period of time. And get results. Well, whether you want to say that, uh, you know, are they the only people to have done it? No. So why do you have to keep hiring Paul Heyman, Eric Bischoff, and Bruce fucking Pritchard? I'm telling you, man. I'm listen. I'm I'm with you on the same same path of like I I can't wait till we get some new writers. I want to be one one of those new writers. I want you to be one of those new writers, and that's why I asked you the question because I want you to because I think that you can do. You know, I think that we, I think we both was, we can do it. Um, but I'm just telling the ideology has to change. And that's, that's that, like you said, that's the, the, the nail home is that the ideology has to change on how they go about uh, getting writers and getting and, and hiring people. And it is a risk, but you have to do that, you know, to move, push this shit forward. You know, um, I think the NXT has some great writers a couple years ago. Um, I mean, they might be working on Raw now, getting lost in the shuffle. But there were some people there that in NXT, I don't remember the names, but they were putting on some really great shit. You know, we had some good, right, good old writing. And not the, the people there now are doing their, doing their thing, too. So um, I just hope that there's more people that get more of a say, you know, and and, and they go with some of the shit. Cause it, and also, there's, they got to change the process where there's too many of them. You know, if um, if Revival went to, you know, FTR, they went to Vince and they said, oh, you know, when they, when they left, they said that Vince said to them, Sorry, the process the process is broken. Because if they give up, they gave certain ideas and they didn't get to the top. Vince never heard of them. So if the process is broken, then that's another thing that needs to be changed. You know, maybe there shouldn't be as many writers. You know, so it's it's a uh, it's a it's a Nigga, lot of- that that's 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 yeah. ridiculous. That's re- listen, the process is broken, and and it never got the Vince. And the reason why it never got the Vince is because that's the process that Vince has created. Yeah, and let's exactly. look, and and we're looking at AEW too, and we don't see that type of hierarchy uh, when it comes to uh, 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 patriarch to to their company. You know what I mean? But also, 
let's let's keep it a buck. We have to then pay attention to who and how diverse their writing staff is as well. You know what I mean? Like because uh-huh. nigga, I don't nigga, if you're gonna hire hire Jeremy Borash, you know what I mean, nigga, then you do we gonna get more fucking deleted shit. You know what I mean? Like you feel me like you like that's 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 my that's my whole point is like I hear you, which like I, I I hear you, I hear you, right? I I hear you when you say, "Oh, they proven themselves," and like I, I'm just telling you, I'm not Vince. No, I'm I, just telling you that's the way Vince. I, 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 if you if you got a company is worth you know millions and millions of dollars, billions of dollars maybe, and you're saying, "Okay, who can I put in this position that's no going to help my my system run as smooth as it's been running to get us through this time?" Or whether it was last year, you know, when he was trying to do stuff with SFL. Or whether it's this year with coronavirus, he's gonna look at people that he, he's worked against, he's worked with in the past, and he's like, "All right, let's give it a shot, get some new blood in here that I've seen do it." Now, see, do they need to take more risk? Oh, 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 that's that's yeah, not right. new. They have to take more risk. That's not yeah. new blood. You like, I, like you say, let's get some new blood. That 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 ain't new blood. When 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 all the a new blood from what they were doing at the time. That's what I mean. You know, let's get some, and he's going to look to people who have done it before. And as far as new blood, as far as new ideas, a new mind on the business, you know, who thinks in a manner which that is uh, palatable to a guy like Vince or a Triple H. You just said you just said you loved Bruce Pritchard producing an '80s slash '90s episode of SmackDown. I'm saying I'm giving it props because it was. Cool. I, 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 I no, know I, mean, I know you are, but I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening to you. And telling you that what you're saying is a contradiction of what we're talking about. Where you say that you like the nostalgic feel of SmackDown and also calls Bruce Prichard new blood. Okay, that wasn't the right word, but you know what I mean? It was just new blood from the time that they were there. Because he was with the company for mad long. You know what I mean? My point is that when he's looking at new blood, Vince is looking at it as, oh... Not no blood. That's the wrong word. Somebody I'm familiar with that I can trust to do the job that's not been around doing it from the time being, you know? He's going to look at people who, who look at the resume and say, oh, you've done wrestling. Put him in this position. Now, do they need to take more risks? Absolutely. I think Vince Russo was one of the guys who first broke through as a guy who's just critiqued the product, and then he got a job. And, you know, um, we look at look how that went. You know, I think there's some brilliant things that Vince Russo did, and there were some shit things that he did. You know, so that's the thing that's the that's the duality and that's what you're gonna get so i feel like going forward hopefully we get to see that whether and not just with writing with the production team you know with back the behind the stage with the staff with um executives and you know whether it's lawyers whoever you want to say who can influence business in a way that's just more diverse and, and has brings who's good for the job and who's you know uh <clears throat> bring some diversity to your product you know so Listen, I like it. The, I like. I like. I mean, I I like the way things have been. I'm not a hater on the writing staff to the point where I feel like it's been completely trash. But I think it's a harder job than people come sometimes make it out. It's it's hard. It's hard. It's hard when there's thirty writers and you gotta like it's 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 hard when there's thirty writers and then your roster's black. You, you like that's that's gonna be hard. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 gonna be difficult. You know what I mean? Like that it's it's hard when you got it's hard when when ninety percent of the NBA and and, and the players are black, and then a hundred percent of the executives are who they are. 
You know what I mean? Like that. That's that's difficult. So when you talk about the construct of logic and business, like when you say you don't have a problem with it, listen, I don't have a. I'm not. I'm not going to say I don't have a problem with it, but I do. But but you got to understand what I'm saying. I'm not having a problem. I'm saying I don't have a problem with there being representation in the writing room. I do have a problem with that. Let's not get that misunderstood. I have a problem with that, but I don't have a problem from looking at it objectively and saying, "All right, this is harder than it seems." So when I judge wrestling now, I judge it from a different lens of like, all right, and, and I might seem like I'm copping pleas for AEW or copping pleas for, for for Paul Heyman or even Bruce Pritchard when I say, hey, I actually like the way he, he, he produced his show. It looked different and familiar at the same time. You know, I can I can understand that what they were trying to do with what they're presenting. At the end of the day, it's a wrestling show, you know? Uh, and I think that as, as wrestling evolves, we do need to have more influence and more people in these rooms. I, I don't want to get that misunderstood. And that's and I think that's what I'm saying. Like let's And that's eat. why I brought the question. I mean, I mean hey, but but that, but, I but I I mean and that's when, you know, I think the art that's where I was kind of stuck in making an argument was is that if the talk of the time is what it is, if the talk of the time is change and new and diversify and you go to your Rolodex and it's Bruce fucking Pritchard and Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff. And then we get the same old, same old. Because regardless of what Paul Heyman was doing with Cedric, Vince ain't like it. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Regardless of fucking, you know, uh, 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 even with Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard can't fucking on a podcast admit to win they did some races and some sexual shit. So yeah. you telling me that person is somebody that I can still trust in today's climate to tell a story that will represent me in today's climate. I can't and 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 and, and if and if his doors and mine is open Vince needs to tell his people find me some black television execs. Find me some black television writers because even if he don't want to get people that's been in wrestling, even if because black people haven't had success in black, you know, booking, you know, like I I don't know personally of any black bookers that are still alive that Vince. No, there's one in NXT. I forget the guy's name, but he was booking a lot over there. Uh, with the I think he was part of what they did with uh, Sammy and KO and stuff like that. So. I, I I know I forget his name. I'm sorry, but I look, but, but I'm, 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 I'm okay. So let's keep. I mean, Lakota Kanye say, uh, uh, "Look at me presenting the bloke, the the, the token blackie." You know what I mean? Like we, yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah. So yeah. But but but, 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 I just, I just didn't want to say there's been none. But I'm okay. Uh, and, and, and I want there to be a, a, a few. Conversation, let's say few. Let's let's more. say few and far between. Right. Gotcha. But, but 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 with that being said. My my thing is is that it goes back. Let's tie everything today to, to what AJ's talking about, right? AJ's talk AJ Gray, right? He talked about not seeing who he wanted to see on TV. And for us being who we are, we not seeing who we need to see behind the camera. And yeah. that correlates. Those yeah. two things correlate. If you don't have somebody that can identify, that can present that can write, that can produce a fucking black person, that black person is not going to be seen or deemed or viewed authentic to himself on television. 
It's just it's 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 very hard that we get a David Simon who is the creator and writer of the of the wire who's going to be that transparent in his ideology that he can write something so fluid of the black experience. But I can guarantee you that nigga did not write it without niggas in the room. Mm-hmm. You, you, you see what I'm saying? The, the, you know, niggas want to talk about the co-creator of the Chappelle show was a white guy. But guess what the fucking name of the show was? The Chappelle Show. So he ain't a co-creator of a motherfucking thing, nigga. He just helped write. You see what I'm saying? Like the, the like the the, dip, the the difference in the stories and the communication and how words is being used. I, I, that that matters because those matter, right? If we got if, if Vince. If Vince has Norman, if if Vince has Norman Smiley in the same position that he has Bruce Pritchard, I don't think we have problems like this. I don't. I don't think we have a problem with Leo Rush talking about uh, representation. I don't think we have the ACH situation. I don't think we have the yearning or 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 the or or the celebratory feeling of. Kofi Mania or Sasha having a title run or Street Profits not being, you know, niggery. Like, if we have somebody that is at the table, in that top table, that's necessary. And, and, and if they don't do it and we create something for ourselves, God help the rest of the fucking wrestling world. I mean, we, we were getting there, man, and, and I think that I think that you know that's been the conversation, and, and, and it's, it's, it's all progressive, you know. We're all in the process of it. Um, I think that we both see it the same way, um, and I think that we, when we're going on with making progress with, with you know just our representation, I think we've come a long way. But what, like I said, the battle I've done, you know. So yeah, you know, I hope that writing teams get to that place. We can see some really great shit on TV, and that's where I'm coming from. You know, and, and I think it all, per, 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 you know, reflects the product. Yeah, um, and you, like like I said, man, um, it's it's they they better get on it before we get on it. I can Absolutely. tell you that because we had the conversation with MVP, and we asked the straight up conversation, you know, the straight up topic, and the 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 the, the consensus. From what we configured was for us by us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For yeah. us by us. And if we talk about the economic sustainability of black people and the 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 the, the, the how black people used to love wrestling and had nothing to do but go to wrestling, how and entrenched wrestling is into the black communities and how uh, we need black writers and black production staff and black owners and what you know like once listen y'all better get on it before we get on it because if we get an all black fucking wrestling coalition or all black wrestling alliance or all black wrestling federation you, you nigga you i you you can cancel christmas nigga to anything else nigga i i can nigga what the fuck out of here bro uh, yeah, I mean, to, it, today's show is going to be hashtag diversity, episode fucking one. Uh, again. <laughs> 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 nah, but honestly, 
it's getting there, bro. It's getting there. And I want people to have faith. And, and, and honestly, that's what that's what I want with all the conversation. But I love the conversation, man. Twitter, everything going on. It's it's like it's awesome, man. man we started this conversation two years ago, man, and we didn't know. We didn't know. You know, if people felt the same way. We didn't know people uh, were on the same way as we are, and we are part of a whole coalition already. And that's the beautiful thing. Like little little be known to us. So when, if you listen to Reason Wrestling Podcast, thank you very much. If you're listening and you're supporting uh, other podcasts, for City Podcast, you're supporting all the other uh, ventures that we're seeing, uh, you know, Black Wrestling Guys Podcast, it's 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 a whole the black announce table, fucking those girls, DDTD, like like who you know, the A show, like what you know what I mean, like but that and and that's the like you say the beauty of it is is that again like that's why Wallow Mania is what it is, and I think that's why a lot of niggas was was so um, struck struck when it wasn't because that's that's our time, yeah, you know what I mean, and but. We will claim like what what Maxine Waters say. We reclaim it all time, nigga. <laughs> nigga, it's gonna be a Wale mania every day, and when that happens, bro, uh-huh. y'all not it's it's you, you feel me? It's it's over, and yeah. and that and that's 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 what AJ Gray is trying to tell niggas. That's what AJ trying to tell Vince and Tony Khan and and Billy Corgan and and all those people who run wrestling, nigga. Hurry it up <laughs> before we hurry up, nigga. You feel me? Yes, <laughs> we have to hurry up. Shit, that's what it should be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, well, we've been at it for two hours, man. I think this has been our longest pod that we've had in a minute. Um, you know, uh, the 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 AW and the Naomi conversation really. Put niggas in the. <laughs> like, uh, what are you talking about, man? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, well, oh, thank man. y'all for listening, man. It's a pleasure. Uh, shout out to everybody uh, doing their thing during this time, and stay safe. Yeah, man. Uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, like y'all know, everywhere reasonable wrestling at reasonable wrestling podcast IG at RW podcast one on Twitter. Uh, we're Reasonable Wrestling Podcast on Facebook, and we're legit. I think where every podcast is podcasting, um, the fuck Spotify. I'm gonna say that first and foremost. Um, they only got like <laughs> ten episodes on that bitch. So find okay. us on Apple Music, find us on Google Play, find us on SoundCloud, nigga. But fuck Spotify. <laughs> Man, let's just hold up on fuck. Hey, wait, wait. If they want to give us a check, it's not fuck spot. <laughs> so hold on, hold on. Uh, <laughs> but thank y'all for listening. Uh, and find us elsewhere at this time period. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Pre- appreciate y'all, man. Uh, we out, man. Peace. Peace.